0: Allahu akbar, allahu akbar Allahu akbar, allahu akbar the an la ilaha one أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله. أشهد أن and رسول الله. أشهد أن محمد. Shall الرسول الله together? على we be على Shall i على الفلا
1: الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونستهديه ونعوذ بالله تعالى من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا تجد له وليا مرشدا واشهد لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له وان سيدنا محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفييه من خلقه وخليله بلغ الرساله وأد الامانه ونصح Umma. فكشف الله تعالى به الْغُمَّ وجاهد في الله حق جهاده حتى اتاه اليقين من ربه اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد الرَّحْمَةِ المهدا وعلى ال بيته الطيبين الطاهرين وعلى اصحابه وعلى من تبعهم باحسان الى يوم الدين يا ايها الذين امنوا الله حق ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون all praises belonging to Allah azza may the peace and blessings be upon his beloved Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and upon his family and companions in entirety we ask Allah azza wa jal on this blessed day of Friday to liberate our souls and to guide us and fill our hearts with nur so that we may be agents for change for the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us to see goodness come to the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa during our times a great awakening that leads to the changing of dynamics in the world. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give victory to our brothers and sisters in Palestine and in Gaza. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept their shuhada. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be with every mother and father that's grieving. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be with every orphan, be with every injured person. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rid the earth of corruption and oppression and transgressors. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Better our affairs and give charge of our affairs to the best of us, not the worst of us. Ya Rabbil Alameen. Allahumma Ameen. Allahumma Ameen. Brothers and sisters, we've been on emotional and informational overload for the past period by what's happening in and in Palestine. And there's no doubt that this very short period in time has left an imprint on humanity. And on every one of us that will unlikely forget for the rest of our days to the very last day in this dunya. This experience that we've seen with our own eyes tuned into experienced is going to remain affecting us for a long time. We pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows the effects of it to be the pathway For real change, a new beginning for the Ummah of Muhammad. Last week we started thinking about a roadmap for change. I have all these emotions, I have all this information, I have this reality that's in front of me. What am I supposed to do besides manage what's going on inside me in terms of these emotions? How am I supposed to direct that in a constructive way that really changes my life? As we said last week, what's happening in Gaza is not a test for the people of Gaza. It's a test for the conscience of the world. Every one of us is being tested by what's happening there. The people of Gaza, they passed their test. They embraced it with a sense of ridha and tawakkul and yaqeen and trust in Allah Azza wa Jal. That gave us profound lessons, showed us that there's a different path. That it's not about your power, your might. It's not about your money. It's not about your ability to make decisions. It's about something deep within you, deep within the soul. That's why when we speak about Palestine, it should be in these terms. Decades have passed. Our generation, our parents' generation, and our grandparents' generation. And the topic has always been the liberation of Philistine when, when it comes to this cause. But in actuality, the people of Gaza have shown us that Philistine is already liberated. Because true liberation is by liberating the soul. In alam al in the realm of reality, Philistine is liberated. Because our biggest struggle, every one of us, is with these thoughts, these ideas... These outlooks that are within us, every one of us is in a struggle with gaining control of the narrative within. That's the reality of it. Last week we spoke about this roadmap for change. And how it starts by understanding the colonized mindset. What is the biggest crime that the colonizers have committed against Muslim societies? It's not about stripping them of freedom and liberty. That's part of it. When you subjugate people, of course it's going to affect their psyche and their mentality. But the biggest crime perpetuated was stripping the Muslim ummah of its willpower to seek change. Just give me my piece of bread. Give me my safe income. My safe personal private life and I'm good. Do what you want to the rest of the world as long as I got my personal thing going, I'm good. We saw this mindset, this colonized mindset even manifest In the situation that is at hand. When the powers that be, people that lead some of our Muslim countries, their whole sentiment was, do whatever you want to them. I'm not going to stop you. I'm not going to get in your way. Just what? Don't bring the problem over to me. Leave them in Gaza. You want to kill them? Go ahead, kill them in Gaza. Don't bring them to Egypt. Don't bring them to Jordan. Kill them there. I'm not going to stop you. And we said that one of the most tragic things was for there to be such life-saving aid waiting at the border and for the Muslim world just waiting for the green light from their masters. Let the food go in. Let the water go in. It's tragic. I'm going to say it one more time. We have a lot of people in the masjid. So please, raja and taqaddamu ilal Imam. So our brothers don't have to walk between the rows and try to find spaces. Please come forward. Come forward. Come forward. Any space you find, Please fill it up, and we'll figure it out at the time of Salah, insha'Allah. Ifsahu yafsahillahu lakum. Ifsahu yafsahillahu lakum. Jazakumullahu khair. Brothers and sisters, our frame of mind right now should be: How is Gaza going to change the way we operate individually and as a community? What has led to this colonized mindset, this dismantlement of Muslim societies, the dismantlement of Muslim societies, the erosion of values? Seeding corruption in daily life. Causing people to be too afraid to speak out. Stripping us of dignity. Corrupting the educational system and the sources of knowledge. Even corrupting religious messaging. Cutting people off from the sources of guidance. Making people in positions of influence and religious influence. People who don't really represent the examples of the Prophet and his character. The example of the Prophet I sent in his courage. The, Prophet, the example of the Prophet I sent in his will. Brothers and sisters, there's one scene, and this scene is enough. There's one scene from Gaza that I wanted to reflect on with you. That scene is a very peaceful, intimate scene away from the bombs and the fighting, away from the carnage is of a father. This scene demolishes all falsities of dunya. I need to look at this scene. Allah, I need to process it. It demolishes the facade and the deception that really makes every one of us weak. This is how we need to be thinking, brothers and sisters. The true power that's coming out from Gaza needs to be found within me. Every one of us finds certain days where we're walking heavy upon the surface of this earth. I just feel like there, I feel like it's difficult to move. Not because you don't exercise enough, not because you're unhealthy, but because of the problems, the tension, the stress, the anxiety, everything that's going on that's causing distractions away from true reality. This father, he was holding his lifeless daughter in his hands, getting ready to put her in the plastic. And bid his, bid his farewells. He was kissing her, he was kissing her head, opening her eyes, kissing her eyes, putting her under his chin and then rubbing his chin against her. And then he was saying, he probably didn't think that his words were going to influence this much. It was some, he probably wanted a memory, last memory that he's ever going to see of his few year old daughter. He said, Awwal abtijilis She's the one, first one ever comes to me. Every morning, every afternoon. Anything she wants, I get it for her. And then he said to her as he was holding her and rocking her, like he as though she's alive. He was rocking her back and forth. And he was saying, Hadi al Ruh. This is the soul of my soul. Hadi al Ruh. It's a wake-up call for every father, every person. A wake-up call for every parent. What are you allowing to stress you? Why are you fighting? Taking this person to court, cutting off ties with that person, infighting between families, direct family or extended family. Look at this. This is the reality of all realities, brothers and sisters. Then he put his daughter in the plastic and then the video ends when they cover her up with the plastic. But you see something, such power in his response, this father. Such emotion yet such calmness. A really powerful scene of tawakkul and trust in Allah. It shows us, it's a sign for us brothers and sisters. Wake up! A lot of what is in this dunya is distraction. The Quran tells us of this reality. لَا خَيْرَ فِي كَثِيرٍ من نجواهم. There's not much good in much of their private conversations. إِلَّا مَنْ أَمَرَ أَوْ مَعْرُوفٍ أَوْ بَيْنَ النَّاسِ There's a reason why I need to be in tune with these realities. This is the truest reality of dunya. Remind yourself of this. When you're tempted to be sucked back in to the dunya and its realities. The Prophet ﷺ said, أَكْثِرُ مِن ذِكْرِ هَادِ مِن Frequent your remembrance of the destroyer of pleasure. Palestine is liberated, right? We don't need to wait for Spain to announce it. We don't need to wait for the European Union to recognize it. The liberation of the soul is what liberates people. It's always been that situation for the ummah of Muhammad, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And as soon as we understand this as individuals, no power in this existence will be able to stand in our face. No one. This is what true power is, brothers and sisters. And this is what they meant. Sayyidina Abu Bakr, رضي الله عنه, giving advice to Khalid ibn walid he said, احرس على الموت, تهب الحياة. You can understand this in different ways. One of them is, he says, be keen on death and you will be gifted life. One of the ways to understand this is there are many people walking on the surface of this earth, and their souls are lifeless, their conscience is gone. The Quran speaks to this reality. A woman Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Do you not see the person who was dead? His soul's dead, he's alive. His soul's dead, he's alive. Brothers and sisters, guess what? Today is Black Friday. The sales haven't ended. Life is urging to go on. And it's looking for anyone to buy into its deception. Brothers and sisters, we can't allow ourselves to be deceived by dunya. Because if we do, that is the ultimate failure that we're at face. That's that's in our face. It's not about how much material assets you have. Financial prosperity, businesses, all that stuff. No, no. The Prophet وسلم, sums it up: "Dhaisa abdu dinar, the slave of the dinar, dirham, the dollar, is a true failure." That's the true failure. He could be as successful as he wants in a worldly sense. This is the true failure, brothers and sisters. When Sayyidina Abu Bakr said these words, "Be keen on death; you'll be gifted life." in what sense can we understand this that is i need to be careful from toxic worldly attachments that's what really weighs us down as individuals as an ummah the strength the might the power that comes with that response that this father had that should awaken our our souls Sayyidina ali we as an ummah we've been urged to think in this mindset in many different ways Sayyidina Ali has this very profound conversation with his nefs about the dunya. And he says to his nefs, Ya Dunya, Abi Taarratti, Amli hayhat, 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 He says, Have you really come to me, O oh Dunya? Are you really desiring and seeking me, O oh, worldly life, dunya? He says, "Go deceive someone else. Go deceive someone else." قَدْ بَتَّتُكِ ثَلَاثَةً لَا رَجَعَتَ لِي فِيهَا لَا رَجَعَتَ لِي فِيكِ I've divorced you three. He says, "فَعُمْرُكِ قَصِيرٌ وَعِيشُكِ حَقِيرٌ وَخَطَرُكِ كَبِيرٌ هَاهُمْنِ قِلَّةِ الزَّادِ وَبُعْدِ السَّفَرِ وَوَحْشَةِ الطَّرِيقِ" Sayyidina Ali, he says. Your life is limited. O oh, dunya, your pleasures are minimal compared to the akhirah. Your danger and risk is so severe in that you could affect the rest of my existence in dar al-akhirah. And then he says, this is a path that is so difficult, so lonely. Ah, من bu الزاد و safar السفر wahshat الطريق Sayyidina Ali teaches us as an ummah, the source of true strength. The Qur'an says it to us, brothers and sisters. We need to think about this, think about it especially now. Every one of us when we open our phones, we see on Amazon, 50% off here, 40% off there, 70% off here, or whatever department store you follow. All kinds of deals for Black Friday. But in reality, brothers and sisters, what's going to liberate me and give me the strength to push on and endure? What's really going to lead for the change of Ummah Muhammad When my soul is liberated. When I have the courage to, you know what? I have a fight with Fulan. I'm going to overlook it. I'm going to forgive. When siblings have feuds with each other, we're going to reconcile for the sake of Allah. The nation state mindset that was created for us as an Ummah that was colonized and is colonized, right? I'm Egyptian, I'm Palestinian, I'm Yemeni, I'm Indonesian, I'm Malaysian, I'm from the subcontinent or wherever else you're from. No, break out of that. That force that will be found within the Ummah Muhammad Wasallam can't be beaten by any bomb. Let them mow the grass as they say as many times as they want. That's what they do in Gaza. That's what we've been seeing for the past two decades. They go mow the grass they go mow the grass that gets rebuilt by all the relief efforts and they go demolish as many buildings as they can and then the world has to front the cost of rebuilding Gaza we've done this five times before brothers and sisters when I look at these realities of dunya the dynamic is there is a great source of power in this existence, it's inside me no one could take it from me there are many threats that will weaken me. At the top of them is hubb-dunya. Love of this world is categorized as a disease of the heart. In fact, it is, they say, the mother of all diseases, the most corrosive disease. In what sense? What sense? How is hubb-dunya disease? Now, of course, this dunya is one of Allah's marvelous miracles. It is one of Allah's great blessings that I'm part of this dunya. I as a Muslim identify with three fundamental blessings, the biggest blessings in my existence. Ni'matul ijadi wa ni'matul imdadi wa irshad. These are the three fundamental blessings that Allah created me, that Allah provided for me, and that Allah guided me. This dunya is a marvel, it's a miracle, it's an amazing creation of Allah, but it becomes a disease of the heart. When it becomes toxic worldly attachment, when I start looking at what really pleases Allah and what this dunya is calling me to, and I find myself weaken and wane, and I end up caving to that temporary desire, I end up caving to that anger, to that despair and depression. Brothers and sisters, wallahi, this is the biggest source of healing for all of the ailments that come about from these toxic worldly attachments. Any person who's depressed, hey, we have our young children with us. Many of the school kids, they're out and they're with us. Any person who's depressed, break out of your depression. Depressed over what? I am so capable. They give you so much... So much uh, life tips. Life coaches give a whole bunch of tips. Tell yourself you're capable, you're capable, you're capable. So you could feel better about yourself. I am so capable. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made the biggest power source within me. My qalb, my ruh. I need to liberate it. I need to liberate it. If I don't liberate it, then guess what? That's when we will be. As the Prophet said, غُثَاء السَّيْلَ You'll be like the foam of the floodwaters carried away, having no value, no say. This is a hadith we shared in the beginning of, this, of, of these experiences. The Prophet ﷺ said that the umam and the nations will gather and collude against you. And they'll come to you like people going to a dish to eat from. Right? And the companions, they said, Are we going to be few? A <laughs> The Prophet ﷺ said, بَلْ أَنْتُمْ يَوْمَئِذٍ كَثِيرٌ You'll be many in number, but you will be like the foam of the floodwaters. I need to ground my ruh in a true sense of liberation. Not allowing my ego, my desire, my shahwa, not allowing my anger, my frustrations, my depression, not allowing anything to cloud my jun- judgment and distract me. From the greatest realization in existence. And that's my connection to my maker, my creator. Wallahi, this is the biggest power in Islam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enlighten our souls with the nur of guidance. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us beacons of light for humanity. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us agents for change. Allahumma ameen, Allahumma ameen. Ud'u wa antum muqinuna bil-ijabah. الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاه والسلام على سيدنا محمد اشرف الخلق وسيد المرسلين وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله ولتنظر نفس ما قدمت لغد واتقوا الله ان الله خبير بما تعملون اما بعد brothers and sisters at a certain point I need to become a person who is disillusioned by the superficiality. Individualism has done enough to me. Selfishness appears to me as ugly as it really is. Right? These are the realities I need to embrace as a Muslim. Brothers, I'm going to say it one more time. If you see any space, please fill it in. There's a lot of people standing at the door over there. sahu, yafsahillahu <laughs> lakum. If If you see any space in front of you, please fill it in, and we'll figure it out at the time of salah. Jazakumullahu khair. I need to see it for what it is, brothers and sisters. Allah puts realities in front of our eyes to wake us up. If what we've seen is not enough, if what we've seen is not enough, then nothing will ever be enough. I need to make this conscious decision right now. Wallahi, it's so ugly to live a selfish life. Wallahi, it's so ugly. To allow envy, arrogance. To allow hasad, kibr. To allow riyah, ostentation. To allow boastfulness. To allow these diseases to penetrate my heart. Wallahi, it's so ugly. Envy it for what? When it's all diminishing. Be arrogant for what? When I'm truly vulnerable as a human being. Brothers and sisters... When Allah shows us these realities, I need to see dunya for what it is. People are chasing after power, peace, or people are chasing after material gain. And then guess what? When their time and their moment comes, it'll be a moment of ultimate surprise. We ask Allah Azza wa that when we leave this dunya, we're not people who are ultimately surprised by their exit from this dunya. Allahumma na'udhubika min mawti fujaa Sudden death. What is that? That's when someone dies and they're not ready for it. They're so attached to all their plans. I'm going to do this tomorrow and this next year and the year after that. I'm building this house. Brothers, it should demolish all these facades that are in the mind. Think of that elderly Philistini woman in Gaza. As she's looking to her house, having a normal overwhelmed reaction. She said, I spent 40 years spending money building this house. And I spent all of my life savings on it. And now after we just finished building it, it's been utterly smashed to pieces and demolished by an airstrike. That's someone's entire livelihood in a blink of an eye being stripped from them. If that's not enough to wake the person up, how? what's going to be enough for me? What do I need? Brothers and sisters, people are chasing after Dunya and their death is chasing after them. People are chasing after dunya and their death is chasing after them. Wallahi, having this heart that Ghazza is teaching the rest of the world is the way to live. You know what? I'm going to my, live my dunya with qisarul amal as the companions taught. That I'm going to live every day that you know what? I'm going to go today, maybe. Tomorrow, maybe. And I'm going to go to it with a sense of ridha A sense of acceptance, a sense of yaqeen. I need to prepare myself and my kids for this. If I'm feeding this illusion to my children by buying them whatever they want, taking them wherever they want, pampering them and spoiling them, no, 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 I need to wake them up. Look at the children of Gaza and what they're teaching the world. The children of Gaza, young children, men, exposed to the most harsh realities of dunya. Exposed to the harshest realities of dunya. I need to wake my children up like this. Hey, guess guess, guess what? Wake up, habibi. It's not about your video games that you're spending all your free time playing or all the movies and shows you're spending. Your, that's all a fake illusion. Don't waste your life. There's a lot of other people who wish they had that opportunity to make those free decisions during their free time. It's not about your video. I need to wake my children up. Wake myself up. This dunya, I'm here for a very short time and I need to make a difference while I'm here. If I go away from this reality of Gaza, learning that, then guess what? If all of us do this collectively, we're going to see a different reality. The powers of nations, the powers of militaries, the powers of hypocritical politicians, that's not what changes people. The nafs, when it's awakened and liberated, that's what changes people. This is the biggest lesson from the, what's happening in Palestine. I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows us to become an ummah that's really, really together. On this pursuit, I'm going to make Allah number one. Whether I have a lot of of, uh, uh, luxuries or very few luxuries, all this doesn't matter. All of it's a fake facade. I'm going to contribute every single moment of my existence to my greater purpose, to my greater reality. And I'm going to aspire with every aspect of my being for this. Brothers and sisters, I pray Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows us to truly awaken. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us agents, real agents for change. Make this dua every single day. Teach your children like this. This generation that we see growing in Palestine didn't come from nowhere. Historically, it also didn't come from nowhere. They have written books about this historically when Salah came. When he first freed Palestine. It was by the work of a generation that produced the gene of Salah a generation of Salahideen. And when my child is still in his young ages, I'm going to teach him, "Hey, Habibi, you need to be someone who gives. Habibi, you need to be someone who serves. You need to be responsible. You need to care about what's happening here and there. I'm going to wake my child as young as they are. I'm not going to hide them from the realities of the dunya. I'm not going to pamper them until they're 20, 25 and 30. If I do that, wallahi, I'm corrupting them. Wallahi, I'm corrupting them if I'm not exposing them to the realities, the bigger realities of their mission in this dunya. I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows us to follow through, and I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspires us with hearts full of hope. If we bring back the struggle to this fundamental reality, wallahi, it's a lot easier. Change is so much more attainable. All I have to do is focus on changing me and those around me. All I have to do is liberate my soul for me to see a better reality personally and globally. That's what I need to do. Let me work on it right now. Every one of us work on it. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Free our hearts and free our souls from the influence of the shaitan, the influence of hawa, the influence of the nafs, and all of the distractions of dunya. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us strong upon truth, an ummah of truth, an ummah that promotes truth, an ummah that's committed sincerely to guidance. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala better us and all those around us. May Allah better us and our families and our loved ones and our community and the ummah of al-habib Muhammad Wasallam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make what's happening in Gaza the beginning of a pathway to great change for the ummah. May Allah make it the beginning beginning of the demise of our enemies of the oppressors of the aggressors of the of those who cr- cross every boundary and those sh- who show no regard those who abuse their power allahumma Alha, bidayatu hazimatihim wa khudlanihim ruddahum ala aqabihim kha'ibina khasi'ina khazayina dimina, wa fadhahhum bayna al-'alamin ya rabbal 'alamin allahumma ansur ikhwanana fi filastin wa fi gaza allahumma ansurhum nasran 'azizan mu'azzara allahumma ansurhum nasran 'azizan mu'azzara wa ansur ummatah بيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم ولي امورنا امورنا خيارنا ولا تولي امورنا شرارنا اللهم ولي امورنا خيارنا ولا امورنا شرارنا ولا تسلط علينا بذنوبنا من لا يخافك ولا يرحمنا اللهم ابرم لِأُمَّةِ محمد الله عليه إبرام فيه اهل ويحكم فيه بشريعتك لنا بخير اللهم اغفر لصغيرنا وكبيرنا وذكرنا وانثانا وشاهدنا وغائبنا اللهم نحيته منا فأحيه على الإيمان ومن أمته منا فأمته على الإسلام اللهم اجعل خير عمرنا آخرة واجعل خير عملنا خواتمة واجعل خير أيامنا يومنا نلقاك فيه وأنت راضٍ عنا آمين آمين وآخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين وأقم الصلاة
0: الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح قد قامت الصلاة قد قامت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله
1: La ilaha illallah. As we said before, we're going to pray asr immediately after adhan, which is going to be about 10 minutes after we finish, inshallah, And then we have a few announcements after uh, salah with our brother Uthman from the board, insha'Allah. allah Allahu Akbar. صراط الذين انعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين امين بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ثُمَّ لَا تُسْأَلُنَّ يَوْمَئِذٍ عَنِ النَّعِيمِ اللَّهُ أَكْمَلُ سَمِعَ اللَّهُ لِمَنْ حَمِدَهُ o what come إِهْدِنَا الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمَ صِرَاطَ الَّذِينَ أَنْعَمْتَ عَلَيْهِمْ غير الْمَغْضُوبِ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا الضَّالِّينَ آمين بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ويل لكل همزه لمزه الذي جمع مالا وعددا يحسب ان ما له كلا لَيُنْبَذَنَّ في الحطمه وما ادراك ما الحطمه نار الله الموقده التي تطلع على الأفيد إنها عليهم مقصده في عمد ممددة الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمدا Allah what come Allahu Akbar. Asalamu wa alayikum wa rahmatulla wa salamu wa alayukum wa salamu wa wa sala wa alhamdulla sallatu wa ala sana wa Wala wa May Allah from you all. As we said, the Asad is in ten minutes. Uh, before I pass over the microphone to uh, Brother Uthman Isuki Suqi, I just want to announce that AMP has uh, uh, this coming uh, Saturday, December 2 at 6 p.m. They have at the Hilton Hasbrook Heights for American Muslims. There's a Palestine benefit dinner, inshaAllah. They have a guest speaker. His name Dr. Izzeddin Abu Alish, And um, uh, they have a full event for Palestine so that you could donate and support, inshaAllah. So if you could attend, it's December second. You could find the marketing outside for us, inshaAllah. Fadal uh, uh, Fiyah, Fikwan, f- 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 Yes, and then the other thing that we have uh, is this coming Sunday, we have a one-day intensive. Uh, it's at 12 p.m. until 6 p.m. You could also find the marketing outside. It's about the history of Islamic law, how the Prophet ﷺ taught the companions uh, and um, how it was communicated to later generations, what are madahib, why do scholars differ, and, um, and more, inshallah. So it's an intro to Islamic law. If you'd like to join, you can register, inshallah. There's going to be lunch and there's going to be an explanation of a book, bi'ithnillahi ta'ala.
2: on. Assalamu alaikum, alaykum, rahmatullah. In uh, continued efforts of supporting our brothers and sisters in uh, Gaza, there is uh, today at 3.30, there is a children's march in front of Bel Kral. As you know, we have Sheikh and we have Sheikh Atanani, and, and this is uh, a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I'm sure many of you would like to listen to their uh, khutbah not only during life, but also you know, if you want to download it as a podcast or if you want to go back and listen to it later on. Today, inshallah, we are announcing a soft launch of a new app for the masjid called ICBC-Connect. And what is this? This is basically is a trusted, dedicated, private channel for ICBC, where you could watch the different events we have from khutma, you know, from khutab, from... Uh, Courses from you know from events, etc. You could watch it in your TV using the Roku TV, you know, or the uh, Apple TV or the Fire Chat. Also, you could use your mobile devices such as you know the iOS and the Android phone. In addition to that, any you know any events or khutbah